welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and that wonderful Technicolor dream, Technicolor rainbow between. I always said it. You always say Technicolor dream coat. <laughs> to the Too Late Update podcast. Uh, this is a bonus episode we're going to do on the UK festival, 2000 Trees, which me and say your name. Hodge. Hot, usual host Hodge, who's got how to talk, <laughs> went to uh, last weekend. Um, so if you're not in the know, 2000 Trees is a festival uh, just outside of Cheltenham. Um, it was started, I think with, this was its, I don't know if it's 15th anniversary or 15th edition, but it was started either 15 years ago or 15 times ago, um, when the founders were going to Reading and said, this is rubbish, we can do better than this. <laughs> so they decided to start a new festival, smaller. It's about, I think it's about 15 or 20,000 people um, based on the music that was in Reading 15 years ago. So you look, rock, punk, hardcore, bit of, bit of metal, bit of indie, but sort of like guitar-based music, uh, a little bit outside of that, but in general, that that's the vibe. Um, yeah, so this was the first year. I, I went for a couple of days last year, um, and this is the first year you've ever been, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. First one. Yes. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go through the lineup. Uh, well, what we saw, what we liked, uh, and then probably at the end talk about the vibe of the festival. Um, so I'm gonna talk a little bit at first because I was there. I went down on Wednesday, which is a bonus day. And I will also just quickly say, I will not be able to be as in-depth as Dan and Kev are with these things, as I lack the language to do so. It's okay. Um, so we'll, I'll introduce the first band that I saw. So yeah, um, they introduced this last year. I think it was like a thing to um, to say thank you for people supporting them by keeping tickets rolling through the pandemic. But it seems to stay because Art Tangent's doing it the same. They've introduced some um, bands on the Wednesday, the people who go on Wednesday. And surprisingly, the field was half full. Oh, wow. Um, so they said, it's a limited month out of Wednesday tickets. Like, I don't know how much room there's going to be for people turning up on Thursday afternoon. Um, <laughs> uh, but actually, there was enough room. People just had to look. Um, but yeah, they, they had a, in the, um, what I will describe as possibly the best festival stage I've ever been to, which is the stage in the forest. Uh, they use that and uh, what was what traditionally like it's called the word stage they have comedy and spoken word and other things in there um, as the two stages on, on the Wednesday the forest stage is incredible it's a stage set up amongst the trees I don't especially at night I don't think you could find a better stage yeah no that stage is awesome yeah it's it's astounding it's you know I really really unique um, yeah um, so the the first band I saw on the uh, that opened the Open the festival were a band called Snakes, who I mistakenly thought were called Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> it's about S N A Y X, and I just snacks. But I remember just... you asking me about that like late at night. You're like, how would you how would you pronounce this word? Like yeah. snakes. <laughs> yeah, obviously snakes. <laughs> You're an idiot. Um, so yeah, so they opened the proceedings. Uh, they're a bit of an oi oi punk band. Um, they're better than most. Oyo punk bands I've seen. Um, <laughs> pretty, pretty good start to the weekend. Um, after that, I went to see. Um, your 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 mum's a pretty good start to the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. This is the level of discourse you can expect. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, 
after that, I went to see a, in the word stage, B sides. So it's B hyphen S Y D E S, who um, is a one man uh, folk acoustic punk act. Um, not what you'd expect based on the name. I, I enjoyed this. Um, so this was the, the first of two of these style acts that I saw on the first day. And I think they, I think more than would have been in the horror stage at the weekend, but there's there's more stuff going on in the other stages. Um, th this was good. I, I enjoyed this show. Um, yeah, I, I quite like the singer songwriter type stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the act that followed was a bit better, but um, we'll go into that. Um, but the act, the, the act, the singer songwriter act I saw later was a bit better. After that, I went to see a band called The Liar, La La Liar, and pretty good, uh, not amazing. Um, but following that, I got to see the last ever performance of Prestamico, who I think I've talked about a fair bit. I think when Dan and I reviewed uh, the day we spent the trees last year, we were very glowing about this band. So following that, the trees last year, they announced they were splitting up um, and this was going to be their final ever performance. Um, they're a band I've said a few times that I think anyone who's sort of interested in the guitar-based music at all would find something they like about this band. Uh, there's elements of indie, there's elements of rock, there's sort of heavier bits. There's the, all three of them sing. They have very different styles of singing, which makes a really interesting dynamic thing. Um, they were brilliant. It's a real shame that they're no more and that bands like that can't seem to survive in the music industry anymore. Um, yeah. So the next act I saw after that was the next uh, acoustic act, um, Gaz Brookfield, who I really enjoyed. He had some really interesting songs about the music industry again. Um, what about um, sort of what he, whether what he's doing is living the dream. Um, oh, I like that one. It's good. I, yeah. like, I like Gaz Brookfield. He's good. Yeah. He, he is like a less successful Frank Turner. Yeah, exactly. I think he's I think he's touring late in the year and I might try and catch him because um I I sent a link to my wife and she really liked him as well. Like he so he played a song which is based on things he's heard whilst performing from the crowd. Yeah I like that one. It's good. Yeah. It's really, really clever. It's like um about oh or we paid so you get to do what we want and um yeah I really like that song. And then he said, oh, here's the sequel, which is a conversation someone had at him about his career. <laughs> um, like, um, and he did a really clever thing when he played it live. He's like, he, he played the lyrics, but he also sort of let little comments like, oh, I went to Glastonbury once. All right. I, I was in the front of the, the pyramid stage. It was Coldplay, wasn't it? That band were really good. It was definitely Coldplay, wasn't it? It was like just <laughs> joking about the things this guy said to him. Like it was, uh, it was really good. I um. Yeah, I'd really recommend Gaz Brookfield. I think. Um, yeah, I like him. Yeah, for I, I think he. I mean, I think the the context. I, mean, I think he's playing Worcester. I think he's playing the Mars Bar. Sort of that really? level artist. Yeah. Um, after that, I caught a bit of Tiger Cub, who I describe as a bit like Queens of Stone Age, and about as exciting. <laughs> I don't because I don't like. Uh, Josh Holm, Queens the Stone Age. I find him very boring, and I sort of felt the same about this band, like very uninspiring. It's like, yeah, it's all right, especially in the setting because they were they were in the forest stage. It's like this, this is okay. Um, but after that, I got to see Holding Absence in the forest stage, which is a bit of a treat because uh, I think they're significantly bigger. This was their first of two sets the weekend. Oh, okay. Um, so they they spent this set and they did 
they said, oh, we're going to do some songs. We're, we're basically playing completely different sets um, between this one and the one we're going to do later in the weekend. Um, we're going to play some songs which we're probably not going to play for a long time again because we're going to do, we've got a new album coming out. So this is the end of this album. So we're going to play some stuff that maybe the last time you hear for a long, long time. It was really good. Um, I finished with Afterlife, which is sort of their, their big song. Um, yeah, and the, you know, the lights were going down in the forest at this point. It was it was brilliant. They were followed by my highlight of the day um, in the, so this is the word stage. This is the spoken word slash comedy stage, which had to bring in security for Haggard Cat. Right. Because they, so Haggard Cat said, no, it'd be fine. And then like the festival organizer said, no, we know you, you will get people trying to go on set. You will get people rowdy. You will get people doing you bit. cannot be trusted. Yeah. You yeah, well, I just think they knew, knew the band. And truth, therefore, <laughs> Haggard Cat were excellent. Um, just kick our songs. And the crowd was wild. And it was just really fun. Um, yeah, so I think that was my my highlight of the Wednesday. Um, just in a, a rowdy, small tent with <laughs> sort of a little treasure of the UK rock scene playing. Um, and the last act of the... First day was Bob Villain. So another another band. Well, to be fair, Haggard Cat ended up filling in for someone else later in the weekend. Uh, but Bob Villain was doing two sets as well. This was again in the Forest stage. Um, I like Bob Villain. I wish Bob Villain would bring out a full band. Uh, it's him and a drummer and the rest of it's tracked. Okay. And it feels yeah, tracked. It's a good line, is it? No, it just loses it. Yeah. Like, I think he's a really dynamic front man. He's got a lot of things to say. Uh, He's not afraid of speaking his mind, but I just feel like it loses so much by the fact that majority of it's tracked. Um, wasn't, it, think... wasn't it him that you told me um, was responsible for soft play changing their name? Yes. So yeah, he told the story. Oh, that so was he, interesting. The, the Thursday headliners, uh, a band who used to be known as Slaves, and he's, he was talking about how he's, I think he's done a song with them. He said, oh, I'm a big fan of your band, but you do realise there's a certain demographic that will we not be able to wear your merch. Yeah. So they've changed the name to Softplay. Yeah, it's really, he's, a, he's a really charismatic frontman. Yeah, I, I find him really interesting, but he, um, yeah, I just wish he had a band with him. I think he's big enough now where he, the justification for just going out with the drummer is gone. Yeah. He can, he can afford to bring some more people in. Right, so that that was the Wednesday. I'll just brief, I'll go for the first few bands I saw on the Thursday, just before you arrived. Um, yeah, so they, they start early at Trees. 10.30 was the first band. Uh, a band Kite, Kite Thief. Who I thought it was a really good start to the day, but really energetic, even when you're sort of feeling... I mean, I woke up about 45 minutes before they were due to be on. <laughs> this is all, again, the vibe of the fe festival is that it's um, not massive, so you can wake up 45 minutes before the first band's on and still make the first band. I really like what a condensed site it is. Yeah. Like a download, generally you need to leave forty five minutes before the first pans on, yeah. To hopefully make it. Um, that's the that's the difference in in size. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, they were a good start today. Um, the uh, punk punk abused rock band. Um, yeah, they were good. Uh, after that, I saw a band called Giver, who were a hardcore band. Um, again, there wasn't many people here at this point, but. For the, for the people who were on Wednesday, they would have been setting up tents at this point. Um, yeah, they were pretty good. Uh, a criticism that may follow a few hardcore bands at the week, at this weekend is there's a lot of it sounded the same. 
Yeah, I, I would go with that. There were some bands I saw. I was like, I can't differentiate between this. And yeah. We saw 10 minutes ago. So then I went to see uh, Cage Fight. Um, right. Yeah. They were a, um, probably say metalcore, something towards metalcore band. Um, yeah, they were they were pretty good. Um, trying to remember if they were the band that, oh, probably have to cut this, um, mentioned who was sang on a song. Oh, it was um, Trevor Strait, uh, uh, the leader of Black Darling Murder sang the song with them and they shouted out a song to him. He uh, sadly departed last year, so that, that was nice. Um, wow. Yeah, he, he was generally beloved in uh, metal music and he big loss. Then I would see a band called Projector, who I'm looking at a picture now and I can't remember too much about them, so I'm not going <laughs> to sort of... <laughs> I was say they were all right. Um, following that, I went to Ithaca, who... Uh, when I did my top 20 albums last year, I think they were number five. Um, I really love that album. They were playing the main stage. It was, this is another really think, good thing about Trees is bands that don't usually get to play big, out, well, big-ish outdoor stages mm. do get the chance. Don't know how often Ithaca get to play outdoors um, at a festival, um, but they did hear it was, they, they came out looking great. Um, slight criticism in that I think they, Jamila, so the new the new songs have harsh vocals, then very beautiful melodic vocals. Um, didn't seem like the mic was quite right for the okay. more melodic stuff. Um, which I think we when Dan and I mentioned about pupil size to download similar issue. Um, Rolly Tomasi, Eva probably is the the best in the world at this. She has two mics set up. Okay, what's that? I think it's just because of the levels. She has two mics, and one one is right for the harsh singing, one is right for the um, melodic singing. And I wonder if that's the way. I don't know how easy it is to do, but especially in the festival. But yeah, I, Ithaca are great, and they've got a great message. And the guitarist uh, talks very eloquently about their message. It was lovely to see them on the main stage. They look really great. Like they're a band that you they come on stage, you know straight away who they are. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this. Um, after that, I caught. Yeah, quick turnover at Trees. Um, a band I was really looking forward to seeing because I really like their album this year, Narrowhead. Who are okay. What are they like? Deftones-like. Um, yeah, their album's very Deftones-y. Um, I, mi- I think I missed the first few songs. Um, at this point in the day, you only get half an hour time slots, um, which is a bit of a shame because I was really looking forward to this band. So they, they were good. I don't think they quite captured what they've done on their most recent album, Live. Uh but again, I only saw 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, which is a bit of a shame. So I think at this point you arrived. Is that right? Um, I arrived at, yeah, half two-ish. Half two. So were you there for graphic nature? No. Okay. No, so at that point, I was still on my way there from a sports day. <laughs> not your own sports day? No. Um, no it's not yeah. my own sports day. <laughs> so graphic nature are were a band I actually remembered I'd seen last year. They supported Cantabat. Um, they were a sort of metallic hardcore band. Um, they, they were good. I enjoyed them. Uh, had, a, had a bit of fun. Um, again, another band with a really nice message um, about mental health. Uh, so yeah, enjoyed that. Um, and I think you must have arrived at this point. It was the first band you saw. Um, Unpeople were the first band I saw. Yeah. So Unpeople were the are the band but two members of Preston Meek I've formed with some other people. See, um, now, 
Are we talking? Are we doing other people now? Yeah. Right. So I obviously liked them because I've written them down on my list. But have you uh, have you have you looked them up on Spotify? No. Right. They they have one track. Yeah. And it is literally just noise. Okay. This was their I first. What, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. This was their first ever performance. But that I can understand it. how that's not helpful. Like you'd at least put one song on. There was a band um, at Art Tangent last year called Skin Failure, which is a um, the lead singer of uh, Black Peaks' new band, and it was similar. So like anyone really? who went, I really enjoyed that. Goes to Spotify is like, what? What is this? Well, yeah, they they put it on there. It's called Un Unpeople, but it's called U N P P L, yeah. and it's um, one minute and nine seconds long, and it's just like. <laughs> Someone's left a phone recording in someone's pocket. It's like, why have you done this? Like, yeah. This is make, like you'd be better off with nothing on there. Yeah. Because prior to the festival, I listen, I try and listen to every band and decide what to see. And I'd written them off because because of that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, wow, you couldn't even be bothered. Yeah. I was gonna see someone else. <laughs> like, and then I saw Preston Mico and like, oh, we've got a, a new band starting uh, tomorrow at 2 2.30. It's like, well, I'll go see your new band. I was going to see Prince Daddy and the Hyena, but I, I went to see Dumb People instead because I really like Preston Mico. Um, and uh, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't help, does it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought they're good. I, I, my feeling is the softer lyrics in Preston Mico are done by the drummer who's not in this band. He even said on, on, on the Wednesday, like, they're, they're getting rid of the element that was holding them back, apparently. <laughs> I think in, in jest, but um, I sort of really... But there was an element to it, there was an element of truth yeah. to it. No, I, probably probably not, but I think um, I, I, I really miss the drummer's... Um, the drummer as a singer. Um, I think I think that element was particularly missed. Not by them. <laughs> well, maybe not. Um, so after that, we went to see The Hurt Process who I didn't realise uh, were a band that were from like 15 years ago. I assume you didn't. No, I had no idea. No. They were saying like, oh, this is like our second show in the last 15 years. But like, oh, okay. I, I've enjoyed this. It's pretty good. Yeah, they were, they were good. They've not, um, they're not made my list, but yeah, they were, they were enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. There was, um, we'll get onto it. There was quite a lot of post-hardcore at the weekend. And this, this was a band that must have been around when the other post-hardcore bands were around that, these were the dads, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's just that they haven't they haven't played, so they haven't they, they just look like they do look like people who stopped playing music 15 years ago. Yeah. They look like they come from their day job. Yeah. <laughs> Which they probably did. Yeah. Yeah. Um after that, I went to see Martha. Martha. <laughs> um, <laughs> um that was that was an um, absolutely wildly inappropriate um way to introduce them giving it how they actually sound yeah yeah they're a um they're a <laughs> northern pop punk band thank you like martha yeah i i thought this i, I was looking forward to this give them a give them a listen before and i yeah i was um yeah they were really good not a band i've heard much of before but i'm hopefully i'll see them around a bit more now they're um they're very young all look yeah. very young yeah so um, that, that that makes it harder to enjoy them because you hate them a little bit for being so young I don't feel that. You way. got over it, but all right. <laughs> I don't feel that way you about stopped young holding bands. that against them. That's that feels like a, a you thing more than. <laughs> no, um, everyone. 
everyone's holding it against them. You know, everyone... think, this, this sounds good. But look at their young faces. Not uh, everyone's as haggard as us. <laughs> There's a lot of young bands across the weekend. Um, they're, they're another band. Uh, I think all did all of them sing at one point. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. Because so I've it, actually I've made I've made a note that it wasn't actually true because I'd put an F for female lead singer on my notes. But, have you? Um, it's not actually entirely true because they're not. She didn't sing all of it. Once I listened to on Spotify, he just she's. I think maybe she had her mic levels turned up higher than the others. It seemed made it seem like she did. Mm. Um, but say when you listen to Spotify on Spotify and stuff, it doesn't sound like she's mm. more involved than anyone else. I think she does more the harmonising. Yeah, I can see it. I, I think I haven't done that because um, of this whole, well, the, the thing of not flagging female fronts as a genre. So I I'll, say, to... I'll say why I've done it. The reason I've done it is because um, my daughter really likes listening to bands oh, okay. and female lead singers. So one I notice there is one, I do try and remember it so that I can point them out to her. Okay, so from earlier, Kite Thief and uh, Cage Fight. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Probably kite thief over cage fight and you're interested. <laughs> yeah. That kind of thief I think she'd probably like. But um so on to a well dual lead singer, but I think Serena is kind of the more she she sings more. Um again, I don't know if your daughter would like Svalbard. I don't think so. I bloody love Svalbard. <laughs> one of my favourite bands. Um yeah, who were great. I, um, I, will, I will say this a lot. They're a band I can appreciate live and enjoy live, but would not, not yeah, really my thing. But I could, I could appreciate them for what they are in person. They're probably a bit... They're more of an art tangent band. They're a bit... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean they come from, like... Uh, people say cross-punk, right? They sort of feel like they're more post-metal than um, anything else. I love their guitar tone. And mm. I love Serena's Frosty. Mixed with like she doesn't, she doesn't again sing melodic that much. When she does, it does make a really dynamic thing. But mm. I, I really love this band. Um, they have announced a new album that's coming out in October. Um, the new single's great. Um, probably talk about them when we do our tangent at some point. Okay. But um, yeah, I feel like yeah again, Serena seems to come across as like a genuine like rock star lead singer. Um, so after that, we went to see. Um, we made lots of jokes about this. We went to see No Devotion, didn't we? We did. Yes. So, so No Devotion is a few members of a popular Welsh rock metal band from the early 2000s that don't play anymore. Oh, it's Lost Prophets. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I mean, you can't invoke them by saying their name. He's not going to turn <laughs> up and get you. Ah! <laughs> he says his name into the window three times at midnight. Weirdly enough, I went to a recording of a Welsh uh, Have I Got a New You style programme on Wednesday. And I was only reminded about this because they were talking about Ian uh, H from Steps. Yeah. Um, something he did. And then someone said, oh, he's, no, he was talking about um, H. Apparently H from Steps is a prolific artist. And he's opened okay. up a, he's opened up a gallery in, in Cardiff. <laughs> and um. And someone like they did a quote of like, oh, when I put myself into paintings, I really see the thing. And like one of the panelists guessed, it's not Hitler, is it? It's like, no, it's H from Steps, but now I worry that that's what the H stands for. <laughs> but obviously, the reason I bring this up is because his name is Ian H. Watkins. No. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, his name's Ian H. Watkins. I can see why he goes by H. Yeah. So, like, 
<laughs> I remember the festival a few years ago when someone was home that H is innocent, H is anyway. Um, I, I'll, I'll be honest, right, before we talk about um, no duration, our joke was that they should really be called um, the found messiahs. And in in some ways, um, I mean, I'll, I'll say fair play to them because they did not sound absolutely anything like what I expected them to. But I uh, did not really like what they sounded like. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're a, they're a, again, they're a post-hardcore band. Uh, for the, I think I don't know if it was the meeting of Thursday, but it used to be. Um, I recognised the lost the lost profits guys straight away. They have quite distinctive faces. <laughs> no, anyway, you didn't you didn't enjoy faces. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like I haven't seen this band in like twelve years. So like, oh, I remember you. <laughs> you you have the face of someone whose dreams have been crushed. As we said, really, like if there is, you know, all these bands who do like all these like covers bands of out bands are still going and still doing well. It's like someone should do a covers band for Lost Profits no, where no, no one, one can listen to those see... songs anymore. No, yeah, but then they can make the songs theirs. They can become their songs and not the Lost Profits. I, I still think the people don't want to sing the songs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you'd enjoy. Them. I thought they're pretty good. I, 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 uh, I, I think it's. I, I think to be fair to them. It's because I got in my head there were going to be lots of pro- lost profits esque, uh, and they yeah, were not. absolutely not. They turned away from that. Yes, yeah, we turned a hard way away from that. Yeah. Um, so after that, we're going to see the Wonder Years. What do you think of the Wonder Years? They were they were great. They were a lot of fun. I yeah, I love the Wonder Years. I um, um, I think that, like some of their early albums describe as pop punk. I I, I love them more in with the Menzingers. Gaslight Anthem, Spanish Love Songs group. Okay. Um, sort of that Americana punk, um, which, you know, is among my best, my favourite music at the moment. Um, this, this band are great. I mean, they, if you call them pop punk, like I think someone said, they've sort of written the best pop punk albums and went away from that because they were too good at it. Um, <laughs> too uh, good at this. We have to do something with boring. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, this, this was a great set. 50 minutes of just brilliant songs in the sunshine, lovely times. <laughs> yeah, they were very, very good. I did enjoy them. Uh, and I got tickets to the Golden Generation Tour today. Oh, oh, sorry, Greatest well, Generation Tour today. I'm happy because uh, that's my favourite album of theirs. Um, but after that, we went to um, went to the forest again to catch a bit of... Um, this is one of my favourite uh, artist titles of the weekend. Um, it's Funky <laughs> and the Two-Tone Baby. That he was, he was, he was good. I really appreciated what he was doing. I kind of like that. You can see people piecing stuff together and sound yeah. than there are. It's something that um, uh, what's his name? Newton Volkley used to do a lot on stage. Oh, right. I mean, Ed Sheeran was more about. Yeah, Newton Volkley used to do a lot. You could see him like using yeah. the different pedals to and like looping his own stuff. And he stopped doing that so much. But yeah, it's really interesting when you see people doing that. It's really clever. Yeah, yeah, and a good setting to do it. Um, in uh. After that, I we saw probably my. I mean, I was I wanted to see this band, but it was my surprise the weekend, um, and that was. And so I watch you from afar. I can't really remember them. They're the instrumental band. Oh no, I do remember them now. Yes, yeah. yes, I, yes, I do. Yeah, they were really, they were really good actually. The, uh, yeah, this is one of my. I think, Pleasant surprises. Yeah, I, well, I thought they were brilliant, and I'm definitely going to see them at Trees. Oh, sorry, Art, Art Tangent. Um, yeah, they they were very good. Uh, they were, and, I have to say I couldn't remember them. I couldn't remember their name, but no, they were they were great. Yeah, 
I think it, what's interesting is that this rental band, they sort of did, I feel like they did have the crowd in the palm of their hands, but the, they and could the get... with them. Yeah, they, they could get the crowd to do like the sit-down thing, which everyone does now, which is a bit annoying. But um, they got them to do it. And there was a couple of other things they got them to do. And probably my moment at the festival was when they... Um, so they don't, they, there's no lyrics in their songs, apart from at one point, they, they were playing a song and they got... This was brilliant. They, this was they, genuinely brilliant. <laughs> they said... Turn around, everyone. And so the site of site trees, beautiful Cotswold countryside. Um, you could sort of see up a hill and the sun was setting. Like they picked the perfect moment. And then the lyrics were the sun, the sun, the sun is burning my eyes, the sun, the sun. But it was just like this perfect festival moment you don't get very often. Like you're out in the countryside and like I, I, brilliant well, music. I turned around and my initial thought was, you bunch of dicks, the sun is in my eyes. And then they found that. <laughs> And then I laughed. <laughs> but it's just like this beautiful sunset, this beautiful day. You can see the tree. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, but they, they picked the right moment for that point. I just thought that was great. No, that was that was, that was kind of like, well, it was more manufactured, but it was over there with that time where we were seeing um, ACDC and the plane burst through the clouds and the gap mm. between the songs. Yeah. Um, so after that, we saw something which I wanted to see for years. Um, so back in I went to Solisphere in 2011 and I think it was on the Sunday night and like we're pretty tired and like what on earth is Bat Sabbath oh just well it's probably just a cover band um, it turns out it was a cover band by the Cancer Bats who <laughs> a band I love doing Bat Sabbath songs Black Sabbath songs and um, so we found that out on the way home so, oh, why didn't I go um, and they've only, they did a tour about six years ago and it was I think it was around download time and again I couldn't go so I was very excited to go and see this mm. um again it was in the forest stage um Liam was on top form last he was very saw, good at this last time I saw Black Sabbath was early 2017 so if I'm going to see Black Sabbath songs again I want to see them by the Cancer Bats um it was great having such a lovely time just singing singing Black Sabbath songs at the top of my lungs again yeah, they 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 were they were. I'm not a huge fan of the uh, cancer bats, but they were. This this was really good. They did it really well. Yeah. Um. So and then we finished the Thursday with the Bronx. They're always um, good. The Bronx. They're yeah, like, the Bronx. High energy. They're <laughs> very good. Yeah, one one of the most reliable punk bands around. Um. Yeah. Not much more to say. They're they're really good live. Um. But we actually we didn't finish. We did see some comedy after that, didn't we? Yeah, we saw Glenn Wolf, who was yeah. great. Yeah, really, really good surprise. Like, um, it's quite nice that they again. What a thing I really loved about Trees was there's quite a lot. Of, it reminded me of like how Download used to be back sort of 15 years ago. There's quite a lot of it. There is still, sorry, there is still entertainment Download after after the band's finished. But I think by the time you've walked 45 minutes back to your tent, you sort of feel like I'm just going to stay at the tent. It reminds me a bit more of um, Reading back in the early 2000s when they okay. had that comedy tent and other stuff on all day. Because like Download doesn't have that equivalent. It doesn't have like no. something which isn't music on all day. Um, like Reading used to, didn't it? Because we saw Stuart Lee, I think. If we yeah, yeah. So yeah, they do They do have the word stage with a lineup all day. Uh, the comedy starts from like 7pm. Um, but yeah, they... But yeah, like the... But I sort of feel like the... App, because at trees, everything's so close, you're you're more likely to go, oh, well, it's only a five-minute walk to go see some comedy. I'll go do that. Yeah. Um, 
well, it's only a 10 minute walk to the Silent Disco. It's only a lot, it's not very far to go and see some stuff in the forest. Or there's actually, oh, so on the Sunday night, we saw some bands playing in the campsite. There's, I think, it's either three or four stages actually in the campsite that are acoustic, which is really, really unique. Um, but yeah, Glenwall was really good. Yeah, he was. He, he's just very funny. Yeah. He looks a little bit like um, um, Ron from Parks and Rec. Well, Ron Swanson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see that. Yeah. <laughs> but Ron would not approve of him. No, probably not. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So that was the Thursday. So now on to the Friday. And that um, night, that's like a baby. Yes, we'll... <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it. maybe we'll get to the overall vibe at the festival and real criticisms we'll do the that yeah talk about the uh the ketamine kids club sorry the club um so the ketamine kids club is what they're known as <laughs> so the um so i was in there again at 10 30 on the friday um well it was very hot on the friday i think it was like 26 27 degrees um yeah. Luckily, three out of the four, well, I suppose you include the forest stage, but only the main stage is outdoors, so it does offer a bit of shade from the sun. It's not like download where, again, it was, I don't want to create it, but I'm just sort of comparison, compa- comparing yeah. the, the two, like download, when it was really sunny, there was less shade. Um, anyway, so I went to see the, the first band on the uh, on the Friday, which is a band called Malavora. Um, they were a pretty good rock band, but I've, what I've quite liked about them is that the so the lead singer um came on with a uh with a crutch and she talked about how um she's disabled and the music industry doesn't do enough for disabled people and that's a yeah. message that the band do and i think that's really yeah really interesting to open up like um how easy is it for a band with disabled people to get tour. to festivals and yeah tour in general yeah um so you didn't join me for that but you joined me for beauty school i did i enjoyed beauty school yeah, so I'd, I'd seen them at Download and I, I thought you'd like them. Yeah. They're, um, again, they're writing, they just seem to write good pop punk songs. Um, yeah, another UK I, band doing that, which I, I've sort of been in the impression recently that UK is not producing much in the way, enough in the way of punk. But I think this festival's sort of changed my mind a little bit. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing is, the, the, the American ones seem to be the ones that are bigger and come across here and sort of. More well known, but I think maybe there's a new generation coming through. It's sort of the way that, like, I think six years ago, we had the new generation of uh rock and hard and hardcore post metal metal bands that came through in the yeah. UK. So maybe that will start showing some fruit soon. Um, after that, we see Car Park. Oh, uh, Car Park, I really enjoyed Car Park, are great. Yes, they were another, another, another one I've, I've um, flagged up for, also Car Park. Yes. They're all female, weren't they? Yes. Yes. So another one for your daughter to enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like I'm like making a little list, like yeah. Oh, put them on the list. <laughs> Follow them on the Insta. If any of these ever go missing, my little notes gonna look very sinister. Yes, probably. <laughs> and I will immediately say some weird things you said. <laughs> no, they were good. Yeah. Um, another another good band. Um, I think we were saying that the because there's been a controversy this year about the headliners at Glastonbury, um, and I think I suppose at Glastonbury there's more they can pull from. But the the situation the situation we had in festivals 10, 15 years ago with bands with females in was so much worse than it is nowadays. Yeah, 
that yeah absolutely nothing's going to change overnight and you need to get you need to give bands slots on stages and at festivals and then you need to help them to become big enough to headline it's not you can't just go they should be headlining now yeah yeah if you're, going to, fail. if you're going to do that the, the stuff should have been placed 20 years ago um i know, yeah, know it's Glass- people up to fail doing that as well because yeah. they're not yeah i know glastonbury has more as big a pool to pull from but i think you can't just demand stuff now that no yeah um so after that, we went to see St. Pierre Snake Invasion. They're a band I really like. I'm not as big a fan of the round this year as I was from their 2019 album. What did you think of these? I enjoyed them. They made my list. Cool. Yeah, they're, they're really interesting. It's a very yeah. odd kilter. Oh, it's a mixture of punk and metal. It's I think, I think they're probably a band I would I would I would say I wouldn't listen to in the car, for example, hmm. but I would see them live again. Yeah. Also, I really liked them. Um, yeah, it's a very family-friendly vibe at Trees. So I like that the lead singer brought out his, I'm going to say, 18-month-old child for a, for backing vocals for the last song. Yes, that was very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, like, I think in some ways, some people go, oh, it's really near. But I, I quite like the vibe of it. It just... I think it comes... It, it, it does, If you do that wrong, it looks like you're pandering or... Mm using your kid to try and make yeah. people like you but it didn't come across that way yeah it to, to me it felt like i know some of you bought your family uh bought your kids i bought my kid that's cool well the kids seem to be clearly enjoying it as well yeah yeah it's <laughs> just like why this well, is terrifying yeah. <laughs> this we'll is get... massively overwhelming look at all these people yeah we'll get to um yeah um so the next band we saw black gold who are a new sort of a, a new UK new metal style band? Did you watch much of these? I don't know if you've had a bit of a. Uh, I didn't watch them at all. Yeah, they're okay. I think I quite. They look quite exciting live. Um, uh, I mean, they come out of masks. Um, they do a song about bringing back the late two thousand, late nineties with corn um, and the biscuit. Yeah, I think I think maybe they'll. On a new on a new album where they sort of get the ideas a bit better, maybe. Um, so after that, I went to see Harriet. You went to see someone else, didn't you? I went to see New Pagans, who I really enjoyed. Cool. Yeah. What were they like? <laughs> Another one in my list. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they were uh, they were very energetic. Um, a bit more not not sweet. That's the wrong way to put it. Um, I'm trying to answer. They were, this was correct, as far as phrase this, less angry than people with in some of the morning. They were uh, um, a good a good palate cleanser. Cool. Yeah. So I went to see a band I described to you as vile, but I, I really liked them. <laughs> yeah, I can you right, you did. You went, you might want to go and see these, but I'm vile. I was like, you're not a son. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, you could put an F next to them if you want, because <laughs> um, they do have a female lead singer, but she sounds like she's possessed. Um, in a good way, Harriet are excellent. And again, it was lovely to see him on the main stage here outdoors. Because um, again, I don't think that was going to happen at many festivals. They were handing out swords, so people were holding up swords when they were playing. But yeah, this is a, this is probably the most extreme band that were played across the weekend easily. Um, they said, "Oh, fantastic for they'd let an extreme metal band play." They, they, yeah, they're great. Probably the most exciting new UK heavy band. Just wish they'd released an album. I really want to hear an album. <laughs> um, so they've only released a couple of EPs and they're already in this position. I think it's, it's really exciting. 
Um, but yeah, they sound like they're dragging you to hell, not on this <laughs> sunny day. But yeah, I loved it. Um, so we met up again for uh, our oh, heart attack, man. Did you join I can't remember this one. No, I don't know if I. I don't. Know, I think I don't know if I actually joined. You joined me. Um, no, I definitely. I definitely saw it. But I can't remember it. Yeah. Um. I think they're okay. I think I was expecting a bit more from them. They're sort of American punk band. Um. But I think we didn't cap, see a lot of them. Uh. I thought we'd see Origami Angel. What do you think of these? We didn't make an impression, to be honest. Yeah, I'm going to say the same. I. They are supporting Wonder Years, so I'll see. If, maybe I think a bit more of them. Yeah. I think after Harriet, it was a bit of a letdown the next two. Um, I went to see Pale Dusk, who sounded like about seven different genres. Yeah, it, it was yeah. quite a... No, I, I wouldn't say it, the salt on the ears. That sounds harder. That sounds more mean than I mean it to. But it was like, aud- audibly confusing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think I think the Japanese. Um, I, think, I don't know if it was, they said it was their first time playing in the UK. Um, oh, my yeah, I mean, interesting enough. Yeah. Um, after that, we went to see Joyce Manor, but I think at this point we were basically just sitting chilling in the sun. Yeah, Joyce Manor. I, I think all... background music. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they're all right. I don't. Again, they're they're. I think some people might put in that group the Menzing as I don't know anywhere near as good. Um, but at this point, like um, for for context, basically at Trees you have one band finishes and then the next band on the stage starts. So you unless you want to be on your feet for mm-hmm. 13 hours, you sort of have to pick your battles. Pick your moments for rest. Yeah. And it was quite hot that day. So I think like, sometimes you just got to, oh, I'm just going to sit on the, sit on the hill and watch. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not like, say like, again, go back to download. But I think a lot of other festivals tend to do this where you will have, if you're watching a few bands in a row on the main stage, you'll have a 25 minute, 20 minute, 30 minute break between bands. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so after that, we went to see Zulu, who are quite a buzzed about band at the moment. They're album, like a lot of people love. What did you think about them? I haven't made my list. <laughs> no, so I know a few people have criticised the album, saying it's a standard Harker album with interesting interstitials. Right. And I kind of agree with that, and I feel like the same about them live. Okay. Like, they, yeah, I don't think they do enough with their music to differentiate between what other hardcore bands and a lot of sound, songs sound the same I think that's the problem is it there was because it's kind of the blessing and the curse because they put a lot on at this festival like there's like it's a yeah. stack each day is stacked because of the, the short gap yeah. between bands but as a result bands who don't who <laughs> remove from things might sound better or stand on their own more yeah. can wind up kind of becoming a bit homogenised and all sounding a bit the same because you're seeing them too close back to back and they kind of bleed into one because they don't do enough to sound that different from each other. Yes, in a, and I think... In a short set as well, to be fair to them. Yeah, I think so there's... It's not, it's not saying that they they can't. I think in a, in a short set, it can be hard to get yourself across as well as play what you want to play, I think. Yeah, I agree. And I think that specifically the Saturday morning, when we look at the bands, there was a lot of bands that sounded the same. Um, yeah. Saturday early afternoon sorry but yeah I agree with you that 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 is a bit of an issue I think you have to sound a bit different or be a bit different in order to to stand out um which and some it's on and some it's also down to like where you like on us like from where we've come from and gone to yeah previously like if you took yeah. a different band before something might stand out more that's just luck of the draw isn't it yeah yeah agreed um so the next band we see did stand out 
stand out quite differently because they were Brutus, who are... What do you think of Brutus? I like Brutus. They've made my list. Yeah, they're a fantastic band. Um, I think we talked about them on the download. Uh, again, they were outdoor on the main stage, which is lovely. Um, lovely to see this band there. Um, I said, Stephanie, when you hear her sing, she's so distinctive that you straight away know it's her. <laughs> she's an incredible drummer as well. Again, they sound nothing like any other band at this festival. No, they were really good. I did, I did really enjoy them. Yeah. Um, I, would, I would see them again. Just sort of haunting. I said they're quite hard to define a genre. I mean, yeah. Rock, but I don't, don't know. Um, they're not metallic. Haunting post-rock with lyrics, with songs. Probably the, the best way to do it. But yeah, they, mm. were, they were great. I really, really loved them. I think probably at this point they were... Well, I think probably my highlight of the weekend. They were very good. Yeah. Um, after that, we saw Hallows for Heroes. So we, we talked about the kids earlier. So the lead singer seemed to bring his kids on as backing singers. Well, I'm not sure they were all his kids. I wasn't, I, I wasn't yeah, sure there was like some of various them band members' kids. Because some of the kids seem to be um, look more related and seem to have more relationship with other kids. There was four kids in total because we said we joked about how they mirrored the ages. They seem to mirror your your kid, my kids, all of our friends. Kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but there was definitely two that were... Yeah, like, who were trying to upstage the singer quite... Yeah, well, the they last song. They mic, didn't they? So they kept yeah. going up to use it again. Yeah. But the last song, they at the, the back in mic, they grabbed that and, like, adjusted it for themselves and started singing <laughs> along. It was really... Again, I think in other contexts, people... Oh, that's, that's silly, but I, I quite like it. It's, it's, again, it fits the family vibe. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed Hounds for Heroes. Well, because I remember, they then also pulled up the guy in the Tigger costume to yes. entertain the kids for him. Yeah, yeah, they had a, brought, brought a Tigger up on stage to do childcare, <laughs> um, which was, again, quite funny. Um, so, yeah. So, when, yeah, I said, uh, I think they pretty much got, apart from Glassshaw, they got the three of the four biggest post hardcore bands of the early 2000s this weekend. So, they had Hounds for Heroes, Rival Schools. Hundred reasons, um, but yeah, I'd never seen House of Heroes um, before. Um, I think people raved about them early two thousand. I, I thought it was really good. Yeah, no, I enjoy. I really enjoyed them. Yeah. Um, so after that, I went to see one of my favourite bands, uh, Employed to Serve. You didn't, did you? You went to see someone else. I did come to see Employed to Serve. Do you want to know what I've written down? What have you written down? What I've written down is Employed to Serve colon not my thing, but what the fuck? Where has that voice come from? Oh, what Justine? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like when you hear her talk, and then that when that singing voice, well, that 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 that, that yeah, singing voice comes out. I was like, where the, where the fuck have you pulled that from? Yeah, she's great. <laughs> it's genuinely impressive. Like I said, absolutely not my thing, but I can I can respect and admire that. It's like, how are you doing this? Yeah, they're, they're how are you great. doing this and not sounding like Patty and Selma when you're talking normally? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I love this band. Also, yeah, uh, Interplay with Sammy and Justine, who are married. Um, okay. Yeah, it's great. Um, this was, uh, I think there was a few sets. I felt the same like Ithaca and I think a little bit with Harriet um, and Svalbard as well. Like, I really wish you could play for another half an hour, but that's not the way it works. <laughs> <laughs> About as soon as it was, like, it was over as soon as it started a little bit, sadly. Um, that's more of a me thing. So you went to see Dinosaur Pilot. Next. Oh, they were, they were great. Uh, this is this was the this was the big this is your Sophie's choice. Yeah, 
so I saw they they played last year and they were great um but I just thought they'd be the same and it was basically I missed part of Empire State Bastard at download because Putt were playing I think I want to try and see birds in row at Art Tangents. It was like, oh, this is my time at the yeah. The Empire State Bastard are a are Biffy, well, Simon Neal from Biffy Cairo's mad grindcore project um, that he's doing with Mike Venart, who's kind of the fourth member of Biffy, but he was also in Ocean Size um, and his own project, Venart. Um, on record, Dave Lombardo from Slayer's drumming, but he was, I don't think it was Dave Lombardo. Um, this band is mad. <laughs> Absolutely mad. It's like Simon Neil going like, I the early Biffy stuff was too pop for me, so I'm going to make something more insane. And uh, this is what what comes out. It's it's really good. Um, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the album. Um, yeah, it's just like 50 minutes of insanity from someone who headlines <laughs> festivals usually. Um, so you, what did you go and see instead of Counterbats? I saw Counterbats with you. Oh, did you? Sorry. Yeah, that's right. I don't expect you to remember all my comings and goings, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Counterbats were up to their usual greatness. I, I went to see them off the back of um, seeing them the day before. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they, they, they will, and I, I, I say this a lot, but I know it's bad, but I can appreciate one of them wouldn't ever listen to or go to them. I had to pay to them individually. Yeah, they they just get a crowd going. They know how to work yeah. a crowd. Um, I still miss the old guitarists who look like Thor. <laughs> but yeah, they're great. Um, so we ended the day's music with Rival Schools. It was good. Yeah, I really enjoyed this set. It was it really, good. Yeah, another post-hardcore band. But yeah, it's just really cool light show in the tent. Um, I mean, I was surprised when they sort of said they'd finished. It's like, oh. That yeah, it seemed like to go by really quickly, didn't it? Really, really quick. And they yeah, they came out and did a couple more. But it, yeah, it was a really good thing. I'd I'd um I'd seen them way years ago at Reading when they played the lockup. And I think at that point I wasn't because that that point was like, oh, it should just be fast punk, it should be fast hardcore. Um and they were a bit sort of slower than that, but I much appreciate much more appreciated them now. So um yeah. Um so after that we went to see the dark room, didn't we? That was a lot of fun, and I realised I'd seen it before, but it's it's. Um, what I'm I'm pretty much convinced I saw it at um, CEX one year. Uh, I'm okay. sure I did, but um, it like cha- it changes so much time to time. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, um, I booked to see the kids version at Edinburgh, so yeah. I'd be interested to know how that works, how it goes. I wonder usually if they get more people competing because it did seem like everyone died quite. So, so basically, Dark Room is an old school. It's an interactive text-based adventure um, with a charismatic games master. But... Yeah, yeah, that's where I put it. Yeah, yeah. Um, like quite a lot of people there seem to know the like the how like the chants already. So... Yeah, yeah, with catchphrases. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah. can even go so further and say it is games master, but text-based. Yeah, not games master. Um, what am I thinking of? Dungeon key, dungeon, dungeon something. How the fuck that? Oh, um, not nightmare. Nightmare. There we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah nightmare those, in the eighties, but in those tech early festival. early nineties kids. And with an angrier um, presenter. <laughs> yeah. But the main prize is a flamboyant potato. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that, and then we went to the side of disco, which is very good for 
four channels on the side of Disco on a. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to say, but I think four is too many. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to work out where you are when you're just pressing, as you're taking your headphones off to put a gully on. Maybe three is the Art 10 Gen have three, but as I said at the time, they have um, one of them is just Mars Volta songs, which as a joke, yeah, but I sort of feel like the joke is gone now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. So we're up till two at that, weren't we? And then and I was genuinely, I'm genuinely surprised by just how many headphones there were. Because we we kind of like were going to festivals when it's like when Sonic Discos were just sort of coming in. Yeah. And it was like not a lot, not a few people, but it was nowhere near as many as there are now. Like you like you just couldn't have done it infrastructure wasn't there back then. Well, there was two it was two stages for the people and the gap between the two stages. Yeah. It was full of people. Yeah, and it was like a much when we went to that first we went to a festival it was one tent and it was smaller yeah. than any of those two tents yeah <laughs> right so we're on to the final day the saturday um the first band i saw were going off um which i don't think you joined me for no i did i got there for okay. um something going off yeah um yeah they're, they're again they're, they're a hardcore band but they're just straight up hardcore pretty good at what they do but i don't think they're doing anything special um they are they have only released one album though so i'll give them the benefit of the doubt so after that we see pet needs who are a punk band that's sort of uh, getting a bit of a following in the uk they, um, they were very good i can see why yeah. they're kind of they're what they were one of the more um uh you sound like such a wanky saying it be like all oh, the more exciting bands we can they were like very engaged in the stage and like yeah you could see the stage and it's got a panic and we were climbing up the rigging and stuff. But yeah. like, oh shit, wrap the cables, don't let him kill himself. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think they seem to write songs that work really well at a festival because it's very easy to sing along to. Um, yeah. I, I saw them support Frank Turner in October last year. Um, they have improved quite a lot since then, I think. Um, okay. Which probably helped when you'd learn about Frank Turner, who's great, so... I mean, when you say we support Frank Turner, like, that makes, that's a combination that makes perfect sense. I could see them as like a Frank Turner protege band. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this set. I think hopefully they've got a fairly good future in front of them. Yeah. Um, we saw them a bit later, didn't we? We saw them uh, on the, in, the temp, in the campsite stage doing a... Acoustic thing. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's exciting. I, I feel like after this festival, I feel like quite excited about the future of UK punk. And um, that's good. Yeah. Um, so after that, I went to see Modern Era. I think you went to see. Did you go see Dick Valentine? I did go to see Dick Valentine. Yeah. So Dick Valentine is the lead singer of Electric Six, but he was doing a. Was it solo? Yeah, he was. He was like, it was solo and acoustic step. Uh, he is an, a slightly odd man, but he's quite funny. That was good. He had a good. Um, a, I can't find his. I was trying to find what his song was called because he's got songs that he does in certain countries. There's a song he does in Ireland, which is all about how, like, because uh, once again, there are not enough potatoes for me and wants to cook. And then um, his UK one goes on for a while about like, different things. And he goes, oh, um, in Europe, they call him Nigel Farage. And over here, we call him, you're a fucking cunt, which <laughs> um, went down well. Yeah. But he was talking about how he's he's um, always said he wants to own a pub in the UK. And he's always said if he bought one, he would call it the Queen's Vagina. He's like, well, now she's going to die, so I don't know what to do. Can't we call it the King's Vagina? And some of the crowd shouted out, yeah, but it, to be fair, he is a massive cunt. <laughs> it's like, which got a good laugh out of a lot of the audience. Yeah. 
unfortunately, I think he thought we, we were all laughing at him saying that. It's like, no, mate, it's unfortunately, everyone was laughing at me all the time. Yeah. Um, and Joe and Biden era, they, again, probably one of the more unique bands, and they had a, quite a lot, a bit of Nine Inch Nails about them. Um, okay. Sort of that kind of vibe, um, which uh, nothing else really that the weekend had that. So, yeah, they were good. Um, then we met up again for Thick, or did we? No, you didn't find me until the end, did you? Um, no, you know, I saw you for Flashwater. Yeah, you can put an F against this band if you want. Okay, I did, yeah, I mean, I'm getting maybe less some reason. At some point around here, because we hadn't got the heavy rain yet, I had we got us later on. No, yeah, so uh, for, for context, the, the weather changed quite a bit on the Saturday. We'd had lovely sunshine for two days, and then um, it rained quite a lot Saturday morning. Um, and so when we had to leave, uh, it was easing off, and there was little showers throughout the day. It was like this, um, we may have got away with this because the forecast was saying it was going to be worse throughout the day. Um, so yeah, we yeah, I thought Thick were pretty good. I mean, they've got a quite a good song about mansplaining, which um, I think is a very angry song about people saying, "Oh, well, people only like a band because they've got females in it," or like yeah, they're only getting yeah. pushed because they're females in it. I saw. Cool. I saw a good joke on Twitter, which was I don't know if it was a joke or not, saying um, my my partner keeps misusing my partner keeps mis my partner keeps misusing the term mansplaining, and I don't know what to do about this. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were pretty good. Um, it was because it was somewhere around here. I'm not, so I was I was close enough to listen, but it was somewhere around here. I fell asleep in that tree. Okay, I think that was to someone else. Um, yeah, it was, it was somewhere around this port, part of the day, though. I, mean, I can't remember exactly what point it was. Yeah, so we went to see, um, after that, we went to see, was it Flashwater? Yeah, Flashwater. This is sort of the bit of the day or something. Like, there were quite a lot of similar bands around this point. So another yeah. sort of melodic hardcore band. They were all right. Um, then we went to see Ways Away, who again, similar thing. Um, I went to see Koyo, who I can't really remember much about either. <laughs> If I'm honest, who <laughs> we were um, also there, <laughs> yeah, I, I quite a run of similar bands until we got to Electric Six, who, yeah, who were they're so, they're so reliable. Electric Six, they're always great. Uh, it's been such a long time since I've seen them, yeah. I really should go we see them quite a bit at one point. So we yeah. saw them at a festival, didn't we, once years ago in Europe, I think it was, Learn of Friends, and then we kind of kept seeing one tour with friends again for quite well, for a good few years. I don't think I've ever seen them at a festival, I think it's the first time. Um. I think we just kept seeing them on tour. They used to they reliably would tour the UK once a year. Um, well, I we think would... we I think we started doing that off the back of the festival appearance. Anything, mm. um, but yeah, they, they were great. <laughs> the the darkroom guy <laughs> joked they only had one song and he was wrong. Yeah, they had at least two. No, um, no, they played a full <laughs> set and they were great. And the sun was out and it was lovely. Um, yeah, really, really enjoyed them. I I said to you when we left, like they they should book either Electric Six or Royal Republic for about 3pm at every festival on the main stage. Yeah. It's just a, it, they had a massive crowd as well. It was one of the biggest crowds of the main stage that weekend, that weekend, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I think I think possibly only Frank Carter I saw had a bigger crowd. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I thought we'd see One Step Closer, who, again, were in the sort of hardcore sphere of the other bands we mentioned that I don't think we can say too much about. Yeah. All right. Um, Hold an absence. Second set of the weekend. What did you think of them? I quite enjoyed them. They were they were interesting. Like, they were all right. They didn't really do much for me. They were, uh, they were... Okay, 
I really. That's not fair. I'm not really much to do for you. They were just, they were, they were good. They're not really my favourite bands, but uh, they were, they were good. I really like Hard and Absence. I, I enjoyed really like them. The, um, yeah, it's that more melodic rock style that I really like. Um, remind me of when Lone the Brave had a decent lead singer. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I really like this band. I thought they were really good. Um, yeah, I'm excited for the new album. Uh, after that, we went to see Casey. Well, this this is at this point. It absolutely chucked it down. We, oh, we it was back. just like it was apocalyptic, wasn't it? Yeah, rain. we went we ran out of the tent because we we've been the forecast had said it's gonna be um it's gonna ease in the evening. So it's like, okay, well that's great. We'll we'll uh and it did. It did for a bit and it looked, looked all right. And then so we sort of planned with that, and then within about 20 minutes it absolutely chucked it down. So we had to go back to the tent again. Um yeah. To to put on some more appropriate clothes again. Wet weather gear up. Proper wet weather gear because it got really muddy at that point. Um, yeah, Casey, Casey were good. Did you have any notes about them? I did not. Okay. Other than yeah, they were good. Oh, it's not not great listening. I know. I'm sorry, anyone who's listening to this. That's not a, a riveting review. To go, yeah, they were all right. But you know, what, what can I say? <laughs> yeah, no, another sort of again post hardcore starting band, I think. Uh, but they were good. Uh, after that, we went to see Hundred Reasons, who were one of the big post-hardcore bands from the early two thousands. A band that I saw back in the day and supported them was a little-known band called Biffy Clyro. <laughs> Wonder what happened to them? Um, oh, yeah, I saw. Nothing. I, worry yeah, about I saw um, the first twenty minutes of their set of download. It was nice to see the whole set here, even though it was chucking it down because they're outdoors. Um, you enjoy them? I didn't enjoy Hundred Reasons. Yeah, it wasn't even as good. as it could have been at that point. They were very good. Like, yeah, really. and they uh, briefly had Rao from Enter join them on stage. Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? Like, apparently, he did, it? he did that a lot on the Sunday. He was like the Dave Grohl of trees. Oh, did he? He just keep turning yeah. up. He, he, yeah, apparently, there's a few bands that he's pictures on stage with. Oh. I wonder he's if like he's... Frank, he's like the Frank Turner of trees for that day. Yeah. We were saying, weren't we, how like, we... we we were saying on the day that festivals seem to go away with this because one of the things that used to be special about festivals was because there were so many different artists there who wouldn't normally be together. You'd see them, you'd see like weird collaborations on stage yeah. and like weird duets and stuff. Like, you know, we saw Eminem with Marilyn Manson in Whit Reading once. Yeah. And that, no, to a large yeah. degree, seems to have gone away for some reason. I don't really understand why. Uh, I think it went away in the COVID years. But I don't know why it's not coming. To be fair, Bring the Rise in this year at Download. Um, so they they did a song with Amy Lee from Evanescence and they brought oh, okay. Amy Lee on. Uh, and they did a song with Nova Twins and they brought Nova Twins on. So they they brought two guests on. Uh, yeah. Frank Carter did it at the Download Pilot. He brought um, What's His Face from Idols on. And Lynx, who was there again this year. Um, so some artists do it. So sometimes they, it's surprising when they don't. Like um, we, we found it weird at the download pilot that so Jamie Lemon's done a song with Justine from Employed to Serve and they were both there within yeah. an hour or so and like why don't you just do that song together like both there yeah it's, it's yeah. weird sometimes and they don't do that like um I, I find it weird when I, I said to you it's like Architect supported Biffy Cairo on tour last thing and uh, and Simon Neal's sung on a Architect song yeah are you literally like, here we're literally paying you to be here yeah, I mean, maybe he's busy. 
because he's, he's he's the headliner. But like, you think architects go, can you come just sing the song with us every night? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, how busy are you the headliner realistically? I mean, yeah. are like you writing the songs at the last minute? Is it or working out what the risk going to be? No, maybe it's not there yet. <laughs> maybe, but yeah, you're right. It, it, it's nice when it happens, but I think it should again be nice if it ha started happening a bit more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, cool. So then we went to see Jamie Lemon, our last trip into the forest. <laughs> and a uh, treacherous trip it was. Yes. At this yeah, point, so... the, the entrance to the forest stage was just a muddy slide, getting down which was a challenge. And at the bottom of this flippy, slidey mud pit, and just people are just gathered to watch people trying to get down without falling on their faces. Yeah, I think I think after we've been to see Jamie Lemon, they'd shut off that path, haven't they? Yeah, yeah they have. Because yeah, we said it's a long way around. Yeah, um, yeah. The uh, the rain had made it very treacherous. I suppose it's a. I mean, I I think I think most years they have a very sunny weekend, so it's probably not something they have to worry about. I mean, this like July, guys, you need, to, you need to dig some steps into this. Yeah, this <laughs> July has been batshit so far. Um, yeah, it was lovely to see Jamie Lemon in the trees doing his last album. Yeah, he was very good. I enjoyed yeah. him. Yeah. Um, fantastic um especially like the i know he says it's a christmas song but it's a song about um sort of finding hope in the the, the hospital tree which i think matt has said a few times how much he likes that song and thinking about his mum yeah. working in hospitals in uh at christmas time it was like a, yeah, yeah. a really really nice moment um yeah so then we finished with um frank carter headlining yeah they were they were they were predictably excellent yeah so this is the third year in a row well so I saw him headline down at Pilot. I saw him headline the second stage at Download last year. Um, and then headline this. Yeah, reliably a really good festival headliner. Knows how to work a crowd. Um, yeah, there's much else to say. I mean, I it, like you, you said at the time, they, they're doing the uh, women in non-binary only mosh pit is a really good idea. Um, yeah, I think gonna... more people should do that. It works really well. Well, it clearly works well, given how many people, also more how many women, rushed past us to get to it. Yeah. Yeah, evidence is, but it's it's a necessary, necessary is one word, a worthwhile thing to do. Yeah, because he said, "Oh, I will con continue doing that because the people in the mosh pit have the most fun I see all night." Yeah, and the thing that was a bit sad about was how many times he had to tell guys to get the fuck out of it. Yeah, yeah, like you just don't have your moment for one song. Yeah, yeah. like just get out. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah, and yeah. It's Headline, he bought a bit of a show. I, I mean, it's not you're not going to have a level of a download show, but it's you know, pretty good. Nice, nice yeah. way to finish the music at the good festival. Firework. Yeah. What are you sending me photos of? I just remember I haven't sent you the photos for you. So oh, okay, I will send you. About... I'll sort that out another time. Um, yeah. So then we last thing we saw, well, we saw Pet Needs in the in the campsite later, um, but we went to see Kerry Richard McLean. He was very good. Stage. Yeah, I love Kerry, so. I, Talk about this in the Mac show. So, um, but what did you think? Yeah, she was good. She was, she was very good. Yeah, awesome was, um, she comes across very well and very well. Like I say, it's, it's, I, it just shows what a good job they do of curating the comedy there. Yeah, we're actually right. spending the money on decent acts. We're not like we're taking a less is more approach. Yeah, I think I think Downer's got better, but uh, yeah, this, last year Downer was very good. Yeah, like this is a in the containers. Kiri is legitimately one of the best comedians in the UK. In my opinion, so it's nice to see a, a a festival um where it didn't it wasn't even billed as like you you know I'm not paying to see Kiri I'm just paying to go to the festival it's like a really it's just nice there. 
yeah <laughs> cool um so what what do you think of trees overall yeah no i really liked it i, I really like how um can, like i said before i really like how condensed the whole site is it's like very well run like we said you have that problem a good example is they had that problem with the forest stage and within an hour it was sorted they spotted it they fixed it as yeah. best they could one like we've been to bigger festivals where things that have happened and they've just done absolutely nothing like yeah um, they've just left it for people to, to have accidents, potentially quite bad accidents. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. And like the, um, they've obviously got the toilets sorted out, like, you know, if the toilets are well maintained. This is actually like a, a, a minor thing, really, but it, it makes a big difference that when the toilets go wrong, it creates a huge problem for lots of people. And yes. that, that didn't happen. They were all really well maintained and they were clean. I think it's one which wasn't clean. I think they went into one once at the end of the day, which didn't have any paper in there. Yeah, I think it, I think it just helps the vibe because I think like download we had the issue that um, probably is download that's the, it's always the men's but men couldn't be bothered to walk ten extra meters to go and find a, a clearly free urinal and just piss yeah. in the fence. Whereas I think because the vibe is so much smaller, yeah, um, the vibe so much smaller um, and the toilets are clean. I think that creates a pressure that like it's not okay to do this. Yeah, well, also, the problem if you compare it to, like, Download as well, is sometimes the getting into the urinals at Download can actually be quite difficult to do. Yeah, yeah. So I can almost, and I'm not excusing it, but I can almost understand it more. If you're caught a bit short, that last bit can actually be quite difficult. Yeah, they... they I know the women are standing there in their long queues going, oh, it's a bit difficult, is it, to be wow. standing next to the toilet? No, I'm like, yes, all right, but, you know... Well, one thing I say about download though is because they've now split up the men's and the women's toilets. I don't think that's as big an issue. I okay. think the queues are much quicker. Um, but the the problem, yeah, uh, it's sort of it. I the, there was one toilet download where people there wasn't that issue of having to having to go for a crowd of people. That yeah, it was fairly clear. It's just people didn't want to walk ten meters. They'd just be like, well, the nearest available urinal is someone's using it so i don't want to walk to the one that's free over there because i'm too stupid to check it yeah um yeah. so i'm just going to go against the fence and make the area around the toilet on a day that was incredibly hot flooded oh, that smells awful as well yeah yeah i mean, I mean the other thing is like it's really good i don't know how they afford it that they don't let you take your own beer and, and your own drinks in yeah yeah. Uh, I wonder how long that'll stay, but yeah. I mean, I suppose Glastonbury did that, so it's not... Oh, I think Rose Glastonbury did that, okay. Yeah, yeah Glast I'm, I'm surprised just... they still do it, because it's, it's cutting off a lot of revenue, so fair play to them for not doing that. Yeah. So it did keep the cost down. But as as I said to you at the weekend, and I know this is all my chapter to cloud, but I am still... like I, I expect a certain amount of cost for food. I, I understand that. I know I get business. Like, you know, like £15 a pizza is reasonable. Like stone baked pizza, fair enough. Don't mind that. Um, pay twelve pound for a pie and chips, also fair enough. I get that, not a problem. Uh, Eight pound for a cocktail, again expensive, but not too. I can, I can, I can cope with that. What I could not get on board with, and is not all right, was the fourteen pound for macaroni cheese. That is, that is taking the piss. I don't mind paying more for food at festivals. I get it, but I feel like you can't. I don't like feeling like someone's taking the piss. And I feel like charging £14 for something you boiled in some water and thrown some some cheese sauce over is definitely taking the piss. Shame! Yeah. Shame on you, mac and cheese stand. I think I think it's interesting that 
actually the prices for food at trees is more expensive than download. Yeah. Um, so the, the pizza had the download was 11 quid. I, I, I wonder if there's a little bit more competition. I don't 100% maybe, know, maybe that's how they counteract the food, the drinks though. Maybe they charge yeah. more for the pitches and that's how you yeah. make your money back. I do think we, you told me, didn't you? There was one um, like breakfast bar place which is only ever there because it's local business. Yeah. Um, I've got no idea about this, but I part of me thinks, oh, and it, wouldn't it be nice if they gave them that pitch for free because they're a local yeah. business? We probably do. But if they get them a reduced rate, also, it would be a nice like community yeah, spirit thing to do. Um, yeah, it, it's a really good festival. I said I really like the, the sort of the family friendly feel that they're just a friendly yeah, feel. The fact that there's quite a lot going on at night. Um, uh, yeah, well, it's, it's like you said earlier, the little stages in the campsites are like a unique yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think even so, Arc Tangent doesn't have, and the only thing that Arc Tangent has is the San Disco. Yeah, comparatively, and that's the sister festival. And I sort of wish maybe they had a bit more like that. But yeah, it's more of a it's more for music obsessives. <laughs> Do you want to mention your one gripe? My one gripe. <laughs> sure it now we'll subject we'll subject winter on our next lessons. Okay, I mean I, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, sadly sometimes because it's not it's... a gripe against the festival at all. To be fair, yeah, it's like it's like it's, not, it's like absolutely not their fault. <laughs> Imagine putting this on like a TripAdvisor review; it would be ridiculous. Yeah, I just I think maybe because the festival has that vibe that I think people go. Like I think there's some people that go to the festival, they go and watch the headliner, and then just go to the San Disco and just drink all night. Yeah, so I I think (laughs) so. What um, happened was after we got back from the San Disco at like half two in the morning, um, I I didn't get to sleep quick enough. It's the only only way I can answer this, and the um the campsite next to us was populated by just simpering buffoons. Um, is like uh, this is uh, have I so basically they were very very loud, but their volume also oscillated. So it wasn't the kind of volume that you could just like drown out. It kind of went up and down sporadically, and all you get out of them is occasionally they talk about how much they loved ketamine. And how they would do lots of ketamine, and then they keep offering people ciders, and then they were they were just so incredibly tediously dull. A lot of them, it's like I've never obviously I've never done ketamine, I don't really understand it. But like, if this is like you you would be great adverts for not doing ketamine because if you've done you've done too much of it or you've not done enough, I don't know what what was wrong, but you've got something wrong, and like. You got one of like one of them was like quite mean to their friends. You were going like, "Oh, I think you're on the spectrum," and she's like, "Oh, this is why I keep saying you're on the spectrum." And like at one point, her friend her friend was black, which you know because her friend um, would throw in an African reference to stuff, and then her the, the negging friend would go, "Oh, you always do that. Like, I always have to throw a reference to you being black. So why do you have to do that?" And her friend was like, "I was like was like, to be fair, no more less tedious than she was." But at one point went, oh, well, it's, I'll say these things before other people say them. So she obviously had a, had a historical or current day issue with racism. And her friend didn't pick up on that. I just went, <laughs> like, ignored that. Her friend's like genuine concern and carried on moaning about how she was on the spectrum with no evidence to support herself. And um, at one point they were talking, so I know all about their lives, about their past boyfriends and how one of them liked them. 
I was like, well, you're not giving her a chance to talk about her experience with this person that she was trying to do, because all you're doing is making it about yourself again and how much you think he was a prick. And that wasn't what she was trying to say. And now you'll never know what she was going to say. Um, and then she, the, the most boring, tedious one was banging on about how she was, um, she was, um, she'd grown up in Milton Keynes and she'd be allowed to go back to Milton Keynes. Um, but she gets such a vibe when she gets back there and she's like, I say yes. I was like, mate, you're not that popular. I can guarantee you're not that popular. There's no way. And then the other one was like, oh, do you think I'd survive in Milton Keynes? I was like, what the fuck do you mean? Would you survive growing up in Milton Keynes? What do you think Milton Keynes is? Fucking idiots. And her friend went, oh, yeah, because, like, you know us, we're legends. Like, you're not fucking legends. Like, there's nothing legendary about you. You are you're pedestrian, tedious at best and uh, a, a nuisance at worst. Like, your problems are all self-made, possibly by this large amount of ketamine you keep talking about. And then the um, it got to, like, after I fell asleep at five o'clock for about an hour before it woke me up again. And then the one of them was loudly going about how it wasn't time to go to bed. And she was like, oh, see, see, this is why I wouldn't let you go to bed earlier, because you just talk shit and keep your mate up. I was like, oh, I see. But I can tell you, your mate can hear you. Like, they're there. They're in the tent next door to where you're wittering on. They can definitely hear your tedious tone going on and on and on and on and on. Not being in the tent doesn't save him from this. Trust me, I can attest to this. And then they went, oh, um, everyone went, no, it's time. There's been time to go to bed. And then went, said nothing for a second so everyone went it's time it's time like just to reiterate she wasn't like getting on it and she went oh oh i know you keep saying that i'm not i'm not disagreeing with you and you just keep going on but i'm not i'm not saying it's not time it's just like you keep saying it's time and i'm not saying it's not but i don't i don't know if it's time i was like you have now spent more time talking about your friend saying it was time when your friend has said to you it was time what what i know what's wrong with you like you're fucking, fucking Jesus fucking Christ, get to sleep. What's wrong? Why won't you just fuck off? Shut up, shut up, you simpering cretins. Stop banging on about your tedious lives. But I didn't okay. say that in English. I just bit the pillow. <laughs> uh, I mean, my my tip is have have some podcasts or something to listen to so you can try to drown drown it out. I mean, I you you left to go to the toilet at six. And I woke up yeah. and I heard them and I was like, oh, I know exactly what type of night you've had. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so I went to the toilet and I went back. It's like, and luckily the podcast drowned them out, but I was a little bit further away. Um, like, you're, like, well, you're like quite tempted to start getting engaged in those conversations. But I tend to go to one point, so we start going, no, it isn't. And um, maybe the friend that had gone to sleep had taken just enough ketamine to drown them out yeah, maybe. they were asleep. Because yeah, isn't Ketan in horse tranquilizer? Yeah, but oh my oh god, they're so um, boring. Yeah. They're so boring and loud. It's like you know, like sometimes you can be next like a group of youngsters and they're loud, but they're quite interesting and like they're obviously having like little bits of drama and it's quite funny. They weren't even like that. They were just fucking boring and tedious, like a words combination. Reminds me of the um, I remember Reading two thousand eight, where the people that stay next to us were the worst. <laughs> Oh, they might have finally been outdone. <laughs> yeah. I'm fairly sure they shat by that other guy's tent as well. Yeah, I can't mind. Oh, yeah, you said that, didn't you? That wouldn't surprise me. Well, the, the guy was saying, like, oh, watch out for Lambine. And then I looked over and I saw what it was. And, like, the guy sort of went, like, quite understandably, understanding went, oh, well, you got to go, you got to go. Like, if that had been me, I'd have been so fucking annoyed. 
Yeah, not. you might have like scooped it up and like put it next to their tent. Yeah, might not have been them though. <laughs> and that might that might have come across as a hate crime. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um. Anyway. Other than oh, that, I love Brighton. Was... It's, it's got such a funny yeah, of course you fucking love Brighton. You're so unique. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And other than that, it was a really good festival. <laughs> yeah. They and seemed, yet, um... if I were to have them killed, I'd go to Britain. Maybe the problem is, like, I think sometimes, like, you download, you get, there's enough people talking, so it sort of becomes a background noise. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's easy to yeah. talk out. Like, like, even the planes aren't a problem because they kind of blend in from else. It was just because it was quiet. Yeah. Apart from them, and their volume kept oscillating. Yeah, um, yeah, and they were fine. I think even when we were, what was the latest? I think the latest we stayed up at a festival was like four a.m. Yeah, I regretted it the next day. Well, when I got up, they were still up. Like I don't know how they. Well, I know how we we know how. <laughs> they made it very clear how. Anyway, <laughs> getting sidetracked. I think uh, I think it was a great festival. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. That is my only rant to be fair. Uh, there's a reason we left the rant at the end. If, if, someone, if someone did want to listen to this part, then that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't recommend it at all. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, we'll uh, hopefully be able to go next year. Yeah. Don't take a water, little oil pistol, is open the tent floor, door and go, no! No! <laughs> just, just bring, just bring uh, Rio next year to... <laughs> Make some odd comment at them. <laughs> Those kids are ready, I can't remember now. Yeah, it's like, excuse me, what's going on here? <laughs> that hell is it, yeah. Jeez. What's all this? <laughs> you know, it's right. Good. That was our review of 2003, 2020, 23. Um, yeah, so I hope that gives a flavour of the festival. Um, a lot of numbers in that. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, that was really good festival. Uh, we'll be back with a normal episode soon. May have some format changes, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, so there's me, Kevin, and that was, this was, say your name. Chris. Wow. Oh, I you. Signing off in the worst <laughs> way possible. Pisces. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this, please check out Sound Files, our podcast about the music of video games. Drop us a line at late underscore pod on Twitter, or send us an email at too late update at gmail.com. Thanks very much, guys. Bye bye.